You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Spencer Lai. Spencer, thanks so much for being with me today. Thanks for having me. Spencer, we're here to talk about your show, your, your beautiful show at Theta Gallery. Um, and the title of the show that just came down recently, this October 22nd, 2022. Uh, the title of the show is Academy for the Sensitive Arts. Is, is that correct? Yes, that's right. Yes. So tell me a little bit about that, that title. Um, you know, and, and I want to talk more about this show and, and the different types of work in here, but, but the title has a lot behind it, right? There was, a, there was a, a press release that went into a lot of detail, but I think it was primarily about mm. the, the title. Is, is that correct? It's, a, it's not a narrative, but it's a about an approach, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. I mean, so the title was a kind of a culmination of different aspects of the show. Um, the press release, uh, you know, talks quite a lot about the history of um, modernism, design, and education primarily in the formation of um, different sort of, you know, driving forces of design is ideological approach. Um, and so the title was kind of like a, kind of like a rise, sort of like, play on the idea of maybe historical canon sort of um, of design schools uh, or, you know, like uh, different kind of movements or design movements or art movements. Um, and so I thought it would be kind of interesting to kind of uh, present the work as if it was uh, perhaps maybe not from a narrative point of view, but like uh, that it is a collection of works that are kind of almost like a school of thought um, and thinking about education and um uh, I guess on a different level, like almost indoctrination or training, um, which is something that, you know, we'll usually have to go through in terms of like uh, professionalization or professional art world, so to speak. Um, and I think, you know, personally, I'd always been risen uh, as a child and being told I was very sensitive <laughs> about things growing up. Um, and it's, I, I think it's like a great marker of um, particularly my generation in terms of you know, cultural, political sphere of being uh, labeled sensitive or, you know, this work or post-work sort of, um, you know, collection of uh, our generation, I suppose. So it's kind of a play on that. Um, and in the flyer, I'd used uh, the University of Melbourne, which is a, a school that I teach at um, in art as well. So it was kind of a combination of all those things and I guess the, for me being like a teacher as well as someone who's you know been taught and um, I guess how that works in my relation to hmm, I guess art and like sensitivity and you know in, in terms of sensitivity and like the works within the show as well and there's sort of range of um, you know softness or hardness and flatness as a formal device as well so it's kind of works on different levels I thought it'd be a bit cheeky as well so um, it's a combination of all those different aspects of the show. Yeah, right. I, I, I like that. Yeah, that's so interesting. Um, you know, there was. Um, I mean, to talk about a few of the works, I I liked all, all of them, but there's um, there's some that are that are quite different than the others. One is um, delicate. We exist to be exploded, um, which is a really interesting. This is something that looks like you know um, you you want to touch it right. It's it's enormously tactile mm -hmm. and um, and more than the others, it seems to almost 
um, be in dialogue with the title, right? Or am I reading that into it? You know, I, 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 some of the things that were talked about that you're discussing now, you know, being mm-hmm. sensitive and, and, and the range of what that means, this seems to address almost immediately. I suppose the viewer can take it where they want to go, but this feels like a nap. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, so, uh, yeah, it's like a trapezoidal sort of felt. Um, I've been working in this synthetic felt for uh, at least five years, um, wherein they're all monochromatic reliefs. So something is like I'm interested in like surface and relief, um, particularly in these works. And yeah, the the images and like the the combination of words and text is um, is definitely directly referential to the title as well. Um, this idea of being exploded or being compounded or being kind of taken apart or put back together, you know, in relation to um, training and um, you know, if it was a darker term, maybe indoctrination or um, submission and domination, especially within roles of teaching. Um, and the idea of existing for something was something that was quite dark to me. Um, you know, I think about just like what it means to just kind of, I don't know, going through even a school system, how intense that can be um, to kind of have to open yourself up to that level where you almost are exploited and then kind of put back together again or something like that, like in the, in the sense of um, uh, having to, you know, go through this kind of very rigorous, like, training um, and Well, that would, that would be the crit process almost, wouldn't it? That would be the MFA kind of crit process, or is that not yeah. kind of be, like literally being taken apart and put back together, right? Having to do exactly. something, having been, having been destroyed in some ways and putting yourself back together, yeah. Yeah, totally. And, um, and yeah, the, the process of like, um, you know, becoming and self-identification and forming identity was really like quite key to, to these works, especially in like those kind of doll figures as well. We, we can uh, chat about later as well. So yeah, there's, there's, um, there are parts where I think like, usually I don't go into a show with that being like a, you know, purely um, dogmatic or prescriptive tone, but I felt this show because of the nature of it, um, there are moments where it is quite direct, and then I'm also happy for the works to exist as, like, you know, um, geometric ab- abstraction with some of the more, um, you know, like the egg pieces or the snowflake pieces where they just become pure form. Um, but, yeah, there's parts where it definitely goes in and out of that um, sense of uh, a dogmatic, you know, sort of reasoning or dogmatic sort of expression. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um I mean, I certainly, yeah, I also see that on, on both levels. So there's, right, there's, but there's a number of things happening in the show. So as, as you were saying, the, um, which we haven't talked about um, and seem perhaps even more narrative as opposed to what you were just saying, is the, is the doll-like forms, right, which are sculptural mm-hmm. and, and largely around the, the middle of the room. So, um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, let's talk about these because they're, they're almost looking directly at the work. I mean, I don't know if everything is in conversation with one another, but it, but it seems like it. This, these are groupings of, of beings almost, it seems. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So they're, um, I suppose I was set out in the space that I wanted them to almost, um, initially I was thinking like a, you know, kind of having like a schoolroom kind of feeling to them where they were more ordered to these tables and I was going to have a, a lot more tables, but I, scaled it back because I thought that that would look better kind of in groupings and maybe they were a bit more ambiguous in their kind of relationship to the work. 
Um, and for me, yeah, there's, a, I guess, a couple of things that were going on with them that they're, uh, you know, they're, they're adorned in these kind of different um, wigs uh, primarily, and some of them are completely, un, um, you know, they're not dressed at all. They're kind of uh, bald or naked or um, as, as they are, you know, just pure form. Um, and I guess they're, they're, yeah, they're kind of seated on these tables and sort of looking at the works and at one another, but not quite in direct relationship where they could almost look like they've been played with and then put down. Um, so I liked the idea where they were kind of, um, onlookers or they're observing the works or they're almost like, um, you know, in conversation, but also maybe they're just not <laughs> and they're inanimate, which is kind of essentially what they are in the end. So playing on that idea of, um, and they're, they're also the only works in the shows that are, uh, that are kind of three-dimensional fully. Like, you know, obviously the forms are they're quite flattened that are on the walls are almost 2D, but, you know, have a, a rendering element to them. But um, it was important that there were some sort of forms that were almost like extracted directly from these images. And in, in the black um, sort of dark gray felt piece, the dolls are in there, but in like a flattened form. So I thought playing on the idea of flatness and almost been given life to, or like the kind of ring, you know, that piece was um, titled reincarnation, that black felt piece. So this idea that they're kind of been almost extracted or they're like, this is the fullest realized version perhaps of, you know, um, this process of indoctrination and teaching and becoming um, and which, which is the attendee, right? It's, it's it's the person who's attending the academy, right? It's, it's, it's yeah, yeah. Like, they could be students. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they could be, um, yeah, like almost like they're students, or they're pulled from like a a conveyor belt or something. Is was my idea. Um, they're, they've been three D printed, so that they're all pretty much have. There's like four different sizes, so they have these different sort of like exact measurements which I was quite interested in, in in terms of the show being quite different to what I usually do where a lot of things are produced or they have like a mechanical quality to them um, and so I mean maybe a more darker tone is like this kind of churning out of you know graduates or the schooling system or um, right right or, yeah yeah <laughs> So, well, which so, I'm I mean, definitely, you know, a victim I mean, of as well. That because I was, I was thinking this is also, as much as, in, in a way, as you were saying, it can be presented individually, the egg paintings, anything else can be read on its own formal terms. But also, mm-hmm. uh, this is, as you said before, tongue-in-cheek, but also, you know, by darker turns, like a critique of academia a, a bit in teaching and visual understanding to to some degree right i mean it's also what we do at galleries in in a sense but um yeah for sure it's that that kind of trickery of like well you know this is the past and this is what's happening and and that attempt to try and fit everything in the chronological nature of art canon and there's there's a million references i feel in this show particularly to um you know constructivism uh to the Bauhaus, like, uh, you know, and just like a number of different art historical references that um, uh, I feel were like integral to how I feel and how I approach work, but I feel like it was interesting to kind of um, extract that in the more kind of like as a material. So it's very collaged and, you know, like the egg, you know, shape is like a Fontana reference and um, there's the works by Augustin Schinkel that are in like the pink felt as well and 
was looking at a lot of uh, like El Wazitsky in terms of form and um so yeah there's there's on that level there is that kind of part but I'm I'm very happy for people to not know that as well and to walk in as you say and just kind of take them in one by one um as with the dolls too you know I think like my work I like to try and function within that space between people who can just walk in without having knowledge of any of those kind of references or you know even reading the press release I love people not reading it sometimes and just walking in and um you know to be able to which is what people obviously do that's just you know you can't you know this um desire to have to educate everyone that walks through the gallery or the museum like I don't think it's necessary and people should just bring their own experiences to it at all times like um but yeah there's there's obviously but on one hand you know those references do exist as well so I'm happy for people to do either or yeah <laughs> Well, it's interesting because people do have to, I mean, in one way, there's the arena that, that we're partly talking about, or this is referencing, which is right an academy, right? A school learning situation, um, students, teachers, uh, you know, MFAs, that's how I'm reading it, BFAs. Yeah. But, but also there's, there's the gallery public, right? This is how like, like culture, art gets out into the world. Someone walks into the gallery or, or I'm interviewing you and someone's listening to it. And in, in trying mm-hmm. to understand what's what's happening, um, that's a that's a that's a slightly different kind of indoctrination indoctrination, right? Because I, I I love this whole mm-hmm. this whole idea of how yeah the visual language of art, how we approach art, what you use in art, this whole language. It's a right. It's an indoctrination you learn in school. Um, but what's happening mm-hmm. when people walk in off the street? Is it the same thing or? Or is, is that something different? Are they being indoctrinated? They already have been indoctrinated, or is it a slightly? Different I mean, it's kind of yeah. It, I feel like it's um, it's one of those things that people can come in at any entry point, and then it's like you know, um, academia or, or like the arts in general. The more we become interested, the kind of deeper the rabbit hole can go, I suppose. And there's all these different entry points for people to come into. And then you're like, wait, I'm actually really obsessed. I'm gonna, you know, I'm really interested in this specific topic I'm going to read more and then you know I guess people can just <laughs> as they please like you know learn more about stuff or or just say yeah that's enough it's stuff on the wall and that's fine um so I think yeah it, it's um uh in terms of like whether yeah that particular show can be indoctrinating I I, I suppose I, I I never have intention I always just in terms of like what um you know, what level I want to kind of take the narrative to tell people what's what. Like, this is pretty specific for for me, usually. I, as I said, I don't usually have, uh, like, this level of, uh, this is what the work is, you know, very formula- formulated sort of um, exacting sort of um, response. But I felt like, yeah, again, there's that direct there, and then people can come in, and I'm happy for that as well. And color and form are very important to me and so I thought like that was plenty of that in the show that people could enjoy on like an aesthetic level which I feel like is you know um true beauty or whatever to be able to um just appreciate form as well is important to me yeah you mean to be able to come in and see a form like like the way uh, I mean as I understand like what you're getting to what we're talking about now is to be able to come in off the street and recognize form color for itself and it's beautiful you don't know the artists you don't you haven't read the press release or listened to this interview mm-hmm. right is, is, is that what you're saying that's that type that type of beauty or did i misunderstand that 
Yeah, no, yeah, that's, uh, I guess that's what I mean in a general sense of, you know, um, this, sometimes when I just go into a show, like I, you know, um, I like to play a game <laughs> sometimes where I don't read the press release like at all until the very last minute or I'm just trying to take in, I guess when you see and you, you know, you're working in the art, arts and you're kind of looking at stuff all the time and reading opinions and reading like press releases, um, it can be hard to kind of just like uh, formulate what's in front of you without kind of having been guided or being told or being sold to in a particular way. So I think that the instinctual sort of process um, is important, which is like how I kind of made this, you know, the show, like it, it kind of very slowly formed where I definitely wanted to look at this egg formation and like in this, this kind of rounded shape and I'd never worked in steel before. And I was like, well, I want to do that. And then, so it just kind of slowly mm. kind of built upon that, um, which is like, you know, I'm usually very intuitive with uh, how I, you know, approach things and the same with the dolls. Like this was uh, kind of with me and Jordan who runs Theta, the, the gallery there, like bringing in these kind of pieces of, um, you know, offcuts and trimmings that she had and like different sort of uh, fixtures. And then I literally just like, you know, um, regressed into four-year-old me and then dressed them up like according to how I felt um, they should look or like they should appear and so um, yeah it's like a very playful element and um, to how I usually approach work and I think just that you know I encourage people to kind of approach the work in the same way as well like even if there is this other kind of text and you know subtext to the show and so yeah I'm, I don't know I'm happy for yeah, that's what happened as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, the dolls seem particularly that access point, right? The dolls are um, have a sense of humor to them that, to me, seems very disarming. Also, you know, I mean, there's all different ways to approach art. If when you don't, when you haven't done it before, haven't approached art too, mm. um, or rarely, right? And it's 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 different. The the dolls seem also like an entry point. They're they're so curious. They're such odd objects in a way that like we haven't seen before. And and they have a sense of of humor. To me, that's what struck me that that's a that's such a nice way to enter in because it's um, yeah, it's disarming to some degree. Yeah, and I think that like um, yeah, the like humor and like you know uh, is very important to me. I think like within everything that I do, there's always a sense of wryness or you know um, like it needs to be kind of fun. Like I, I could you know like a, a sense of seriousness like. Although I'm, I would say myself as a serious artist, but I feel like I have to approach things in a humorous way. I think because also the subject of this show is like a little dark in a sense. I, I needed to kind of disarm that and to, um, you know, kind of entice a different kind of reading into it or to kind of inject it with a bit of humor because it can get a bit like oh, foreboding and a bit like, yeah, I, I suppose a little dark. So I feel like, um, yeah, they're kind of they're quite like these kind of characters that um and again i've like never kind of worked in this material before or like these kind of um character type uh works like i've done a lot of like found objects and and whatnot before um where they might be kind of like characters or found objects like that but um these were created from like some sketches that i had made of like a kind of like a composite of um different kind of characters or or objects that i was interested in um primarily like uh, Kokeshi, sort of like traditional Japanese wooden dolls. 
Um, and there's like a bit of like Alessi like kind of um, kitchenware sort of like um, uh, sort of like model sort of stuff as well. Um, so yeah, that was for me like this sort of interesting experiment into form and and sort of play that I was yeah looking to to kind of strike the balance for the show and to have them almost like as pupils or as kind of um, you know or maybe they're broken free from that system or or what have you, kind of either or, and they're kind of in the, in, you know, sort of these different stages of either self-discovery or expression or something like that, which I found um, needed for the show. Yeah. I like that, yeah. They're, they're, um, it's, well, it's a beautiful show. There's such an interesting element to, to bring into it. So I want to I thank you for talking with me today, and I want to ask you one more question, which is uh, what do you... A little off topic, but what are you reading at the moment? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm reading Lutverna by Atessa Moshberg. Um, and she's, uh, yeah, she's one of my favorites. I've read pretty much everything she's done. And uh, it's a nice kind of difference for her. Like, I like this kind of really scary, like, 17th century kind of vibe that she's got, or maybe it's earlier, but um, I'm pretty early into that book, so I'm, I'm still actually doing that. I'm moving house at the moment, so I'm just kind of between all of it trying to read a little bit. So, um, yeah, it's a nice kind of break from packing boxes, I think, at the moment. <laughs> Spencer, I want to thank you so much for talking to me today. It's been a pleasure, and um, thank you for producing this beautiful show. Thank you so much, and thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.